Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Is it Bruce Dickinson? <laughs> Man, why the, why, I mean, like, you haven't even read the list. You're like, Heather. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. What I, what I need you to understand <laughs> is that you have lost all credibility <sighs> when we get to the cutting stage. Why? Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. My picks are great. And and if you don't believe it, just ask me. I won't argue with you because I'm mature. Together, we make the Music List Podcast. Welcome back to the Music List Podcast. I am Ben Dahl. With me are my sisters, Heather and Beth. We are siblings that argue while making music lists. That's the shtick. That's what we do. And today we are going to take a, it's something that probably means a lot to our family, I I would think, because we all grew up listening to the Beatles. Um, If you were to ask our dad what his favorite band was, he might, you know, him and haw a little bit about the Eagles and Blood, Sweat, and Tears, but I think at the end of the day... He would probably settle on the Beatles being his favorite band. And so we all grew up listening to the Beatles. And I grew up, <clears throat> the Beatles had kind of had a bit of a, remer- of a re-emergence with an- the anthology album that came out. And then Beatles 1 came out with all their number one hits. And so then you, it just kind of got a new generation involved in the Beatles Obviously, one of the greatest bands of all time, maybe the greatest band of all time. They certainly have the argument with them. There may be some others that can make an argument. It would be tough to make one better than the Beatles. But um, when you look at album sales, their influence on the genre of rock and roll, I don't know that anybody can say that they meant more to any band anyway, can say that they meant more to rock and roll than the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to try to do today, and this is a tall order, we are going to take all the releases from their first album, which was Please Please Me, through Rubber Soul, and come up with the best songs off of those albums. <sighs> so now here's the tricky part, and this is, and I and I think I mentioned this to you. They're sneaky little devils, these Beatles. Because, like you look, I don't at, think that's the word you used. Uh, you no. look, <laughs> we've got the text. You, you look at uh, at their discography, and it's like, okay, it's six albums, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to look at these six. Then you're looking for a song, and it's not on that album, and you're like, now wait a minute, where is this song? Oh, well, this one was a single release, mm-hmm. and then they put it on an album that was just released. In the United in North America, the United States and Canada, so like Meet the Beatles, which yeah. Americans know very well, mm-hmm. is not considered like a big studio production album, and it was a studio album, but it was basically all the singles that they threw out, and then they plugged them in on an album, and then it was introducing the Beatles, and then like there was. 
this is the one that really angers me, <laughs> is it's the Beatles' second album. Well, first of all, no, sir, it was not the Beatles' second album. <laughs> it was the third album that was released just for the United States and, like, the sixth or seventh overall album. So it's like, wh- where does this second album nonsense come I'm going off on a tangent. I apologize. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there were songs that we knew were, or that I knew were, I don't know how you guys had, had, if you guys had this problem or not, but there were songs that I knew were early Beatles, and I couldn't find them on those, yeah. like, yeah. original albums, and yeah, I was like, happens. where is it? Where it? I know it was before 1966. I know it was. Yeah. And it was because it was released as a single and put on one of those American-only uh, albums. So, anyway. But I know that the Beatles, it... We all, in I think I can speak for all of us, we all enjoy the Beatles. Like, mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. one of our favorite oh, yeah. bands yep. of all time. And I really, really had, I, I bet I could have put 25, 30 songs on this list and been perfectly satisfied with 25 or 30 songs. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time cutting it to nine. And so, what was, uh, if y'all want to go into it, what was your process for trying to narrow your list down to your top nine this one wasn't as difficult for me as when we do the later years because i my preferences trend heavily toward later beatles than early although i i appreciate early beatles i i like it um it, it you will see, um, I think, probably see my, well, you will see my choices trend to the later part of this time period for a few reasons. But um, I like the early stuff. I just, I really like the direction they were starting to go in Rubber Soul and and onward. I'll talk about that later. But hmm. Yeah. Um this was basically just which songs do I like? I don't. I, I didn't have much of a criteria, um, except for us being lyrics people. Um, I did think about that because there are some songs that I'm like, oh, this is so catchy and cute, but like lyrically, it's not as rich as yeah, you know, some of the other stuff. Um, not that it's bad. It's just you know they evolved over time into a completely different band than the way they started. Um, But I think that overall, for me, it was lyrics, and then harmony is a big part of it to me, and I think Mm -hmm. that kind of like the Eagles episode, we can attribute a lot of our ear to the Beatles Mm -hmm. and listening to that. And so, like, for so listening to Eagles, you hear more of those complex harmonies, but... I feel like the Beatles for us probably laid the foundation of being able to quickly pick out, oh, here's where you could put that other, because they're, they're much clearer in early Beatles, um, those mm-hmm. those harmony yeah. parts. They have a really distinct <laughs> harmony structure. Yeah, too. they I do. Mean, it's kind of different. Kind of like, you know, like you hear Alice in Chains, and you know yeah, those Lane Staley, Jerry Cantrell harmonies. You know, you hear Beatles harmonies, you recognize them. You hear... You know, it's just one of those bands that has a really 
distinct harmony structure. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, and there were there were some songs on on my list that actually it's really interesting to to go through the Beatles discography this way because <laughs> I don't think we we oftentimes as as you know we especially for us that we're we're past that band's prime right I mean by the time I was born John died what in 80 80, 80. so I mean I was born in 80 all right so I mean the Beatles were not going to be right a thing they were never going to get back together no. once <laughs> one, once I was born but I think once once we have the whole package the whole catalog I think sometimes maybe we don't appreciate the growth of a band because we've got the whole kit and caboodle at our foot at our footstep the whole time mm-hmm. whereas like our parents you know <laughs> what was that? I think it was. I think I think, I think it, was it was this cord. No. Are you sure? I think it was my um, my headphones. Oh, like, okay. scraped up again. Let me see if I can recreate it. No, I think it was me. I thought I, I don't know. I don't know. But, True know. siblings were all like, "What was that weird noise? It was you. Who farted?" <laughs> <laughs> But our parents had the 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 opportunity to to actually kind of grow with the Beatles, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I mean, when you think about it, it was only six years, right? Right. But but see, and, and and what this has allowed me to do is kind of start at the beginning and be able to appreciate their growth more through this time period, and then I'm looking forward to doing the second part as well. And one of the things that I noticed. It wasn't just how much more lyrically complex they got. The chord structures and the chord progressions as they go forward really become very Beatle-esque. And they kind of start to create not only their own lyric sound and their own harmonic sound, but they also are creating chord structures that are really unique to them. Bass licks. Mm -hmm. And then what we see is other bands start to kind of copy what the Beatles are doing, which you know, that's that's what happens when you're when you're the best at what you do. Other people try to pile in. So again, these <clears throat> these songs are from the first Beatles album, Please Please Me, Through Rubber Soul. So this goes to about nineteen sixty five. Okay. Um the draft order is Ben, Heather, Beth. Um I haven't drafted first in a in a hot minute. So <laughs> and I really don't like drafting first. I like I like drafting third. That's my favorite place to draft. Hmm. But well it screwed me over, but <laughs> randomized, randomized. <laughs> <laughs> so the first overall pick is yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. 
little change in how we do things here. So this was first released on the Help album in August of 1965, except in the U.S., where it was released as a single. Um, by September, it was already number one. Um, and then it finally showed up on a U.S. album in 66 on the Yesterday and Today album that was released for North American customers. Uh, uh, it, the song itself has over 22 Hundred cover versions. Yep. Twenty-two hundred people have covered this song, Crazy. and it was voted the number one pop song of the 20th century by BBC Radio, MTV, and Rolling Stone. Uh, it will be once we do the other list. It will be, I think, a strong contender to be the number one greatest Beatles song of all time. Um. Regardless of whether we do late Beatles, early Beatles, it, it's a strong contender to be their their best effort. Um, and you can tell that already by this time they're kind of starting to understand their genius. Um, they take a very simple idea of your love of yesterday and then turning it into an entire song that there's I mean there's not a lot of complexity in the lyrics, but there's a lot of complexity in the lyrics if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Beatles were phenomenal at that. Really, really great lyrically. The simple accompaniment, but then they get... Now they're starting to bring in like strings and symphonic strings and things of that note. And here's your here's a little side note. Dad always told us that when we were kids, they wrote the tune to Scrambled Eggs. <laughs> yeah. And y- you had to know our dad. Like sometimes dad would tell us stuff and we would be like... Is that for real? Is that for real? Mm-hmm. Is that for real? <laughs> well, yes. In this case, it is real. Um, in fact, the entire line was scrambled eggs. Oh, my baby, how I love your legs. <laughs> Not as much as I love scrambled eggs. Um, so uh, it's, just a, it's just a great ballad of a song, and uh, they, it really kind of highlights the strength of the songwriting that the Beatles are known for. And, you know, McCartney and, and Lennon are arguably the greatest songwriting duo in history. Yeah, yep. And uh, Yesterday is uh, near the near the top of their repertoire. That melody. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's just, I don't know if you were, <clears throat> if you remember, but, like, Dad knew... Like, he could sit down at the piano, and he could pick out anything. It was kind of annoying. He could just really pick up an instrument and just figure it out. But, like... Remember when he did that with your flute? Yeah, I do. It was super annoying. I couldn't get a sound out of it. He just picked it up. And within, within like, yeah, she, she, was, she was crying because, like, she couldn't hardly <laughs> so get... So frustrated. She couldn't get, she couldn't get, she couldn't get, like, she could barely even get it to make the, yeah. the noise at yeah. all. Yeah. Forget playing a note. I mean, yeah. the valves and all that. Just to get it to play a note. That, to give me that thing. Yeah. And then within 15 minutes, he's playing scales. 15. <laughs> he's playing scales. You know how buttons there are, valves there are on a, on a flute? A bunch. I don't know. And but, uh, it just, 
Yeah. Heather did not appreciate it. I didn't at the time. But he I did. I thought it was awesome. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. At um he could sit down at the piano and there were two songs that he could, you know, just really just play. And one of them was Spinning Wheel. (laughs) And the other was Yesterday. And like he would sit down and play yesterday and he had like you know, it was just all over the place. And it was just and I would just sit in the floor just like do you remember? You'd ask him every he wouldn't do it very often. But you know, and it's crazy. Holy cow! Don't yeah. But like, I knew this would happen. <laughs> who's gonna crack first? Yeah, it's me. Um, like those little things that you do with your kids that people don't think are significant at the time. It's crazy how much. So just remember that, you know, when you're just hanging out with your kids, just, you know, your kids are going to grow up and go, you know. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I, I think that's a great first pick. That was also my number one first pick. So. Well, you get the second pick. Yeah, I get the second pick. Um, mine is In My Life from Rubber Soul. Shoot, let's keep it going. I know, right? <laughs> this was your one of your wedding songs, wasn't it? Yeah, and we and it was also we used it at Dad's funeral. We used it at Dad's funeral, yeah. Yeah. Number twenty-three on the hundred greatest hundred greatest songs of all time by Rolling Stone. Number five of um, their list of the Beatles' hundred greatest songs. Uh, Mojo Magazine named it the best song of all time in two thousand. Another beautiful melody um, that harpsichord solo in the middle, you know, it's just something unexpected. Um, So the deeper meaning of the song, at first, it sounds like you're just singing a nostalgic song about how, you know, you've really had these wonderful things happen in your life, but really... You're singing it to somebody and saying, I've had all of this really great stuff happen in my life, and I appreciate it for what it is. But even those wonderful things don't compare to what I think about you. And so it's really just such a a huge statement. I love you more. And um, so here's that harpsichord solo. That worked out perfectly, So that melody is beautiful, and and the lyrics are are really profound. That you know, even he, even though I appreciate all of this great stuff that I've had in my life, I love you more. So it's a it's a very sweet song. Um, it's kind of changing um, instrumentation a little bit. You know, Rubber Soul is is starting to be a transition into their other stuff, and there are some other songs on my list that we'll talk about later, but. I just think that song, similarly to Yesterday, um, just the melody's beautiful and the lyric content is really pretty. All right. Ooh, y'all got some, <laughs> some feels going. Okay. Uh, my first draft pick, not my first overall pick, but we'll get to that, um, <laughs> is All My Loving. And we can listen to it a little bit. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. 
He thought of the lyrics just you know he was just shaving one day i'm like oh, i think i'll write this amazing song um and he wrote the lyrics first which was not usually the way he did things um he just kind of was like oh i'll write this little poem and i'll put words or put put music to it later which usually he had the melody first and then he would write um after that um so um he said that i never wrote words first it was always some kind of accompaniment i've hardly ever done it since um, so this was kind of a departure. And this guitar solo. Kind of has a country feel to it. Yeah, he kind of wrote like a Nashville. And so people praise that Harrison for that solo. But you, know, you know how John is. Uh, in 1980, he said... It's a good piece of work, but I play a pretty mean guitar in back. Like, yeah. uh, but but also look at me, you know. John John's a pick me girl, really. Um, but you know, he was so darn good at the stuff he did. So, um, yeah. So, all my love, and I think also that's kind of a nostalgic pick for me because Mark and I, um, well, we when I was in college, we were in a long distance relationship, and we only saw each other on the weekends because I went to college, you know, a few hours away from home, and then. For a while, after we were married, when we were having to move to Northwest Arkansas, there was a period of about, I don't know, four, five, six months where he was in Northwest Arkansas and I was down here in Malvern. And so, like, I've lived that, you know, like, having to say goodbye, but hey, um, Mm -hmm. dang it, why are we getting... (laughs) Good Lord! (laughs) You see, y'all got me started with the other ones, but anyway... It's, you know, it, it hits home for me because yeah. we had to, you know, like, you know, I trust you. I love you. And, and I'll think of you while we're apart. I'm done. Next. It's a good song. Oh it gosh. Is. I have another pick. Uh, well, let me say this. Yeah. The, the, the deal about you just talking about John, it, that band really was perfect for each other because they each played a, a, not, not just a role in the band, but they played a different social role. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, John was the clearly the prima donna in the group. I mean, I don't think that there's any question about that. And, you know, you had George who was just so just kind of laid back and whatever, dude. I mean, that's just kind of the way George was. And then Ringo was kind of the goofball a little bit. Everybody kind of had a social role on that team. And a lot of it, they just had the personality to – Put up with John a little bit well, for but, a little yeah. while. I mean, six years—that is, yeah. that—that's not a long. Time. They spent a lot no, of but time. They spent a lot of time the, together. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of studio time for six years. Well, and and that's six years in America. Because you know, you know but, I mean, we're not we're not that far removed from like Led Zeppelin, and Led Zeppelin didn't spend nearly this much time together in the studio. I mean, they would go two years without dropping a, an album yeah. sometimes, you know. But the Beatles were, I mean, they were popping out albums like yeah. Rabbits and Bunnies. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, 
their catalog for the short amount of time is really big. Yeah. Really big. Okay, Beth, now. All right. Well, this one, one, this one's not going to make me cry. So that's good. Um, My second pick is Nowhere Man. He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere land making all his nowhere plans for nobody. So, John, this is a John song, um, and he apparently was just up one night. He was like, I was trying to write something, and it wasn't coming to me. And so, he, I just laid down. And then it came to me. Like, what, what are y'all doing? Like, they're doing the most normal things, but to, yeah. to have, you know, it's, their their minds for, for words are crazy to me. Um, so this is one of the first songs that they have that wasn't related to love or romance or something like that, kind of um, showcasing John's philosophical mind and how he, you know, would write songs like that. And you can... It's interesting how... You kind of the lead lyricist on each song. You can you can pick out a flavor, you know. Mm-hmm. And so this is definitely a John has his fingerprints on it. Um, yeah, so I, I like it. It's just it's a it's easy to listen to, but you can also listen intently and listen to the layers. Yeah, and I, this is on Rubber Soul, which you know. Like we talked about, we're getting later into their career, more into the thick of it, and um, you're seeing some more complexity in lyrics and music, I think. And the harmonies at the mm-hmm. end are crazy. Yeah, so yeah. Good. Yeah, I think it's a, it's it really highlights kind of their transitional period because it's those harmonies that, that they were known for in the early Beatles are still <laughs> very present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... The abstractness of the lyrics that we see in the later Beatles are starting to pop up. Yep. In songs like Nowhere Man. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's the drugs. I don't know. I don't know if that's, just, <laughs> if that's just the maturity of a songwriter. Maybe it's a combination of both. But uh, it's, I, I really did, I, I enjoyed researching for this podcast just to, because. For the first time, I'm really kind of focusing in on their evolution as a as a band. So that's really good. Is it my pick? Uh, no. no, it's Heather's Man. pick. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number two pick was Norwegian Wood. Rubber Soul. Um, inspired by an extramarital affair that John had. 
So has George Harrison already been to India at this no, point? No, no. It is, <laughs> right. it is credited with sparking the craze for that Indian influence, Raga. And um, it sparked Brian Jones to incorporate the sitar into Paint It Black, for example. George became uh, interested with that sound, and he developed a fascination for Indian culture and mysticism. And he met Ravi Shankar and went to India and... Then, after he went to India, they wrote Sergeant Pepper well, and uh, so on. Because, like, I could, this has a very Sergeant Pepper feel. This to is it. the bridge, to, in, yeah. in my opinion. And that's why one of the reasons I feel like this is so important because it is, it's an audible bridge into their later stuff with Sergeant Pepper and what, um, it's responsible for everything, really, that came after. Um, it's never been performed live by the group or solo Beatles. It's one of the few songs. There's like a handful mm. of songs that the group nor any solo Beatle has ever performed huh. live. Probably because, I mean, well, I mean, I guess they could get a sitar player to come on right. and do it with them. But, um, so, again, um, Rubber Soul. I do have one more song that's not on Rubber Soul, but <laughs> I, I had a feeling that that my picks would would trend toward that end. Well, my next pick is a little earlier. It's from the Hard Day's Night album, but I do think that it is a chord structure masterclass, um, and it's "If I Fell." I love this one. Think you know where they're going? That makes a lot of sense. But then, but don't hurt my pride like Oh, now that's interesting. I love, this is one of the few times where I, I pick something because of the music more so than the words. I yeah. love I love the chord structures and then how they play with the notes within the chords on the harmonies. They may be notes within the chord, but they're not, but they're not notes that they're playing. And so it just deepens that chord mm-hmm. to like seven or eight notes because you've got the notes that the music, that the musicians are playing. But then you'll, it's just, it's just, re- just yeah, layer. it's just really, really good. And, um, you know, then they kind of do things like when you think they're going to zig, they zag because you kind of get accustomed to the way that the chord progressions normally go. And then they kind of flip it on its ear a little bit. Um, you talk about that evolution, though. You can see how it's starting, you know, it, it definitely has that. You know, they were so influenced by Buddy Holly right. and and those, you know, artists from the 50s. And you a lot can hear, of 50s influence here. You can hear yeah. that, but you can also hear that the it's becoming more complex, you know, musically. Yeah. So it's cool. And then, you know, 
what makes this somewhat rare also is that John didn't write a lot. We talked a little bit about it. John didn't write a lot of love ballads, and especially early he didn't write a lot of love ballads. He hadn't met Yoko. You know, and, um, oh, you know, <laughs> even even later on, most of his slower tempo stuff is about social change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so this was a, a bit of a departure for him as a songwriter, um, especially during this during this time period. Um, but it, it kind of goes into that foreshadowing of what the Beatles will soon be, because mm-hmm. it, it's definitely not "Love, Love Me Do." Yep. And we aren't to Eleanor Rigby yet either, but mm-hmm. we can kind of start to see the pathway to mm-hmm. to getting there. But lyrically, it's also like it, it's really like sounds sweet at first, but the reason because <laughs> it's it's like. You know, if I fell in love with you, promise, you know, and then, but I want her to see, and I want her to be upset. I want her to be jealous. It's not like a, I love, it's it's almost like, if I were that girl, I'd be like, what? Like, no. no, this is like, you're clearly still hung up, you know, but it's, it's all like, it sounds really nice, but lyrically it has that, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a petty song. Which, I, you know, I like that. You like a good petty song. I do love a yeah. petty song, but not if I'm the girl <laughs> that he's with, you know, that he's still hung up on the other one. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I hope I hope she cries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get the first pick in the next round. Yep. Okay, so this is real early Beatles. So I know y'all kind of... I wanted to make sure to some degree that we had early Beatles sound in it. So, hmm, this one's pretty early. Um, it was the song that opened the floodgates for the Beatles in the United States. It was their first number one. Stayed at number one for two months um, before another song of theirs, She Loves You, knocked it off the top spot. It sold 12 million just as a single. Uh, and then that was before it got placed on the Meet the Beatles album in the United States, and then that went number one in album sales in the United States, sold another $5 million after that. Um, here's the interesting thing about this song, is it got knocked off number one Billboard charts by She Loves You, but in the UK, She Loves You was released first, <laughs> went to number one in the UK, and this song was released afterwards, and it knocked She Loves You off huh. the UK top charts. Uh it is I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Oh, they're all by the Beatles. In this yeah. episode, right? <laughs> When they performed this on the Ed Sullivan show, this was the song that grabbed the attention of all the legends. And Leonard Bernstein just raved about this song. Um, he said he, he had some cuss words in there, so I'm not quoting him. Um, Bob Dylan 
said that was it was this song where he knew the Beatles were the future of music and the Beatles, and in large part due to this song, were going to point the direction of where music was heading. Now, those are two yeah. freaking legends right there. Yeah. You know, when Bob Dylan says this song right here is going to pave the direction for music as we know it, that is a uh, that's a pretty sizable endorsement um, from one of the greatest songwriters of all time. It is. It's a fun. It's just a fun song. It's. It is not lyrically complex. No. <laughs> right. I mean, it is about as simple lyrically as it gets. But they do some fun stuff that you wouldn't normally expect. Like I want to hold your hand. You know, like you don't necessarily. <laughs> there it is. The first time you hear it, you don't necessarily expect that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but it's. Uh, Shows a little bit of their creativity, but it is classic, classic early Beatles. And kind of the 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 doorway to Beatlemania. You know, this was the one that sparked the the craze in the United States. It's a good song. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, my last pick is also from 1965, but from Help, and it is Ticket to Ride. As a as a transition into what they wrote in Rubber Soul um, that came out later in 1965, but that there's a over the verse there's this sustained chord over the verses that um, kind of has this drone effect that is common in Indian music. I think that George Harrison was starting to get into that you know earlier even than Rubber Soul, and so we see. More of um, that influence in Rubber Soul and certainly in Sgt. Pepper. Now, Lennon says that, now this is a bold statement. He says that this song is the first heavy metal record ever made. Who said that? Lennon. John Lennon. <laughs> of course he did. Now, <laughs> um, he, you know, he said it's a heavy record and the drums are heavy too, and that's why I like it. That was one of the earliest heavy metal records made. Paul's contribution was the way Ringo played the drums. Now, because John Lennon is always very concerned about whose contribution was what percentage of what. But Ticket to Ride was later described as being radical by Paul McCartney. Um, you know, they changed the tempo and they latched onto that My Baby Don't Care. And um, we almost invented the idea of a new bit of a song on the fade out. It was quite radical at the time. So, I don't know if I would go as far as to say it was the first time you met <laughs> I right can then. assure you that I would not go now, that But far. I will say this, and this is a later, um, a lot of people do consider Helter Skelter yeah, to sure. possibly be being one of the... 
heaviest. There's an know, argument to be made for there, that. There is an argument to be made for that. But um, that's straight from the mouth of two beetles. So I'm, I'm, I'm just the messenger. But um, here's a fun fact. You ready for a fun fact? <gasps> it's time for a fun fact. Fun fact. Okay. The, the hey, whoa. You trying to cut me off I'm, before the yeah? I'm sorry. Do you want to do it again? No. Okay. So, so the title, Ticket to Run, Paul McCartney said that the title refers to a British Railways ticket to the town of Ride on the Isle of Wight. That's what he says that the title comes from. John says it described cards indicating a clean bill of health carried by Hamburg prostitutes in the 1960s, which seems a little more... Mm-hmm. Plausible to me. The Beatles, they did play in Hamburg early in their career, and ride is a British slang term for. Well, we we yeah. may get, you know, this is not the <laughs> first Beatles song where there is some discussion about what the song means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like we may get into Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds in the next right. one. Yeah. What did they ever determine? I don't know that anybody ever determined. I don't know. Like that. I think they have at at one time or another said yes, it's about LSD. Well, but then they have at other times said it has. No, it was about a dream. This is what that's what John said. John said it was about the the certificate of the clean bill huh. of health, and he did say that he wrote three quarters of this this song. <laughs> is three quarters mine, and Paul changed it a bit. So I'm gonna go with John. <laughs> I'm gonna go with John's explanation for the title. I mean, oh boy. Anyway, that's oh John, take it to ride. <laughs> wow, and the. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> was that Eddie Murphy? According to Clarence, the yeah. fifth Beatle. Oh, man. That was good. Right. Good to get. Okay, so I have the last pick overall. And my third draft pick is Hard Day's Night. Mm. It's been a hard Another one that was written by John Lennon with some minor collaboration <laughs> from Paul. What's the percentages? Uh, I don't know. You didn't put that on there. <laughs> Let's see if we can get to the chorus a little bit. Cowbell. Yep. Man, when they just get up to the the tippity top of their range, yeah, like it's it's good, but it's not. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, so this was the fifth of seven songs by the Beatles to hit number one in a one year period. So we already talked about a couple of them. I want to hold your hand. Then she loves you. Then can't buy me love. Then love me do. Then a hard day's night. Then I feel fine. And eight days a week. What a year. Whoa. And it was also the sixth of seven songs Eight written. Eight days a week didn't make the <laughs> Right. Um, and it's also the sixth of seven songs written by Lennon McCartney to hit number one in a year period. I want to change my pick. I want to put it. It's a good year for them. Crazy. And I know it's hard because a lot of them, you're like, man, oh, and that one's good. Oh, and yeah. I like that one. And I like that one. Have you ever, I mean, I don't know if there's another song where just one chord 
like everybody would automatically know what to do. Yeah. You know? And there's a, I mean, people nerd out over that. Like, what is that? What exactly is a chord? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's huge discussion about it. And like somebody asked, I think it was George, they were like, what's that chord you play? And he was like, um, I don't know, it's like an A with a G on top. Then you're going to have to ask Paul about the bass part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't know, we just did stuff. Yeah. And and everybody loved it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you, oh boy, there were some songs that were drafted that were not on my list. Quite a bit. Most of them. And they were, what so, did we not pick? Okay, so like, I actually, I got, I could have had all of my top three. But I, I chose not to pick number three. I picked number four instead at the last minute. Uh, number three for me was Day Tripper. Oh, that's good. Uh, I love Day Tripper. Yeah. I didn't draft it, though. We Can Work It Out, mm-hmm. which was the double A side with Day Tripper. And then it was re- that was released the same day as Rubber Soul as a single. So I felt like they were... They qualified, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, help. Nobody. Nobody had help. It was my number it was on, five. It was my sixth. Um, can't buy me love. And then the rest of them were drafted, but yeah, I had quite a few on my list that were not selected. All my. Did anybody pick all my eleven? I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, eight days a week was my number seven. Mm. Love Me Do was number eight, and Hard Day's Night was number nine. I think the only one that we haven't talked about that's on my list is I've Just Seen a Face. Mm. The rest of them either, you know, they were on your left-off list or we drafted them. Yeah, so. Okay, this is going to be fun. So what, what, are the, what are the nine songs? All right. So Ben drafted Yesterday, If I Fell, and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Heather has In My Life, Norwegian Wood, and Ticket to Ride. And I drafted All My Loving, Nowhere Man, and Hard Day's Night. Oh, boy. So we got to cut. We got to cut four out. Yep. Um, well, we got to go. Oh, we got to do the cut from <laughs> nine songs to five. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Ha. Oh, this is this is chaotic right now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We're getting not too far. Oh my god, <laughs> that was awful. Wow, that was that was not your best it, effort, it guys. Really was. No, was <laughs> not was your not best good. effort. Okay, so we're got to cut it from nine to five, and. Hmm. What's the best way to go about it? I got something to say. (laughs) I am very insistent on number one and two. And beyond that. Insistent on one and two. I am am hard-nosed on one and two. Hard-nosed on getting them in? On what on them, one and two should be. Mm-hmm. On, and then beyond that, I can be swayed. Oh, you're you're saying you want them to be number one and two uh, in the top five. Mm-hmm. And here, I'm going to tell you what they no, are. No, we're jumping the gun. No, I'm going to tell you what they we're are. Ju- that's, <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what they are. That's, I'm gonna tell you. that's <laughs> the ranking phase. No. And I'm yes, saying they is. need to be, uh, that. well, okay. They need to be in the top five, so let's do that. 
Okay. Okay. Yesterday and in my life. They're not even my picks, but I think they should be one and two, or they should be in. Here. They should be in. And beyond that, in the top five, I can be swayed. Bet you didn't expect that, because none of them are mine. (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't know if this matters to either one of you or not, but in my life did not make my top nine. It does matter, because it's definitely going over the top five. No, um, well, then it doesn't matter. It does matter that you were wrong, again. Well, I agree that in my life should be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the top two. You're getting a little saucy in your old age, Beth. My like, old age? Wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I'm saying I'm being flexible. But not. Because <laughs> like, you're like, these because two it's... must go in at number one and two. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, but then beyond but notice that. notice how flexible I am. Right. Because that's only two. And then there are three mm. that I'm flexible on. So I'm going to just go ahead and. So are you saying that, but. That Ben and I could just hash out the um, other three by ourselves. I guess technically, if you wanted to, and then if you disagree on something, then uh, tag me in as a swing vote. <laughs> <laughs> wow! This has Welcome never to the shortest episode. This has never happened in the history of the it show. Really hasn't. Wait, why'd you put in my life number two? Because that's just the where they were drafted. Well, that's not necessarily the order I, I mean, think they should be in. Because in my life was my number one. But we can talk about that at the ranking phase because okay. Ben said specifically, we shouldn't be talking about my cat. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. I'm remembering all of this. Yeah. All right. For a later date. Okay. Two weeks from today. <laughs> <laughs> It'll feel so much longer than that. <laughs> okay. So. Is there anything we want to remove from the from the nine? Gosh, I don't know. They're all good songs. They are all good songs. I can t- I can tell you my least favorite What's one. What's your least favorite? Norwegian Wood. <gasps> Funnily enough, it's also my least favorite. <laughs> <I admit. laughs> it's. I understand. Obviously, I like it because I, I picked right, it. I know, but. Are we going to totally disregard the significance of it? Because we're talking about the best Mm -hmm. songs. But if 66% of us don't like it as much as any other song on the list, that's a might might be, I'm just saying not necessarily, but could be an indication that it's not as good of a song as the other songs on the list. No. I was wrong. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that I do think that of all those, Norwegian Wood is your least favorite. Let me double check. Yep, yep. It's my least favorite of the group, without a doubt. My That's least dumb. favorite. It could be dumb, <laughs> but it, it is so. <laughs> So is that that? I mean, it is for me. I mean, it's just to, just. To... I mean, I guess I'm outvoted, but that's dumb. This is going faster than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I fail, I want to hold your hand. Ticket to ride. All my love and nowhere, man. And hard days night. You have three spots left, or we have three spots. Um. All my loving was not on my list. 
So it would be the next one. I think the rest of them were on my list. No, Ticket to Ride wasn't on my list. And Hard Day's Night wasn't on my list. But I'd like those two more than on my Why list. Why do they have to be on your list? Of no, be, well, I'm just, it, it's <laughs> because I'm throwing options out there. Uh, okay. So of the three that were not on my list, the one that I would cut first is All My Loving. It was not on my list, along with the other two. <laughs> <laughs> It was on my list. It was number six. Oh, so Beth, you are really just not talking until we ask you to talk. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want me to. Say. I mean, I would, I would leave it in contention. Obviously, it was my number three. But I mean, okay. Do I get to say my least favorite one yes. of all of them? Sure. My least favorite of all of those is. I want to hold your hand. I knew that it. I, I knew when I drafted it that it had a a likelihood of not making it to the end. Yeah, because it's probably the simplest song on the list, and I know how we like to think. So, I mean, I understand it. I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. <laughs> Man, this is low energy. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not that. It's just. I mean, how how much more do I want to keep? I want to hold your hand than say, "Hard Day's Night" or "Ticket to Ride." I don't know. I mean, I like all three of them. I like mm-hmm. all three of them. I like all three of them. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. It's okay. like, <laughs> okay, you like all three of them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> more than all my loving. <laughs> I think I think that's like a personal day. It feels weird, like you're attacking. So what's left? No, three I'm spots. Or we have three spots and five songs. If I fail, ticket to ride, all my loving, nowhere man, and hard day's night. So we got to cut two. Mm-hmm. Beth, which one would you cut? Ooh. I don't know. I like them all. I like them all. Uh, let me think. I would cut. Okay, Heather, which one would you cut? <laughs> yeah, somebody else go. <laughs> I told y'all I was flexible. Um, I would a hard day's not. But I like them all. I don't know. I know, I know it. I know it. We got to cut how many more? Two more? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's cut a hard day's not and all my loving and let's call it a day. <laughs> no. I would rather cut. You said. I would cut. <laughs> I'm super flexible. Okay, just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fine. I'm kidding. You don't. Oh, my goodness. No. Um, I, oh. I would rather cut Nowhere Man than Hard Day's Night. Mm. I just really like those harmonies oh, in Nowhere Man. Let's see, do I? I like Hard Day's Night. What curled up your tale about all my loving? I 
I'm just saying which ones I like the most. I do like a hard day's night more than nowhere, man. I I, I do like okay. a hard day's night more than nowhere, man. So now we got to cut one more. If I fail, ticket to ride all my loving hard day's night. We know where Ben stands. <laughs> I disagree. So who's, why are you look? Is, is it me? What? I, 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 don't, I, don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I've. <laughs> it's just dead okay. air. So, this well, is, yeah, this is a weird, this is a weird day. So I, okay. Yes. The one that I would cut on the table as the one that I would cut. So Heather. eleven. Yes. Which one would you cut? If you, if you could pick any one of them, which one would it be? I would. If I fail, oh, gross. Okay, <laughs> I mean, Beth, I'm which sorry. one would you cut? Gosh, I was kind of thinking the same, but Ticket to Ride wasn't on my list. But I think I would cut Ticket to Ride. Dumb. I really like. I think if I fail, I. We're, I don't really like the lyrics, but we're going to be cutting really pretty. a great song. I mean, we we need to come to grips with the <laughs> idea that we're going to cut a great song. <laughs> now it's like that's stupid. Oh wait, we're going to be cutting a great song. <laughs> as long as it's not it's my it. great song, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. But it's the first heavy metal song of all time. <laughs> okay, now for real, now we got to cut it because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't say it. John Lennon himself. Said it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's ridiculous. We got to cut it on that ridiculous. No! What are you talking about? <laughs> so we all we that's, all choose a different song that we would cut. That's a lie. That's funny. That, oh, I mean, Lord. How does he even say that, though? I mean, come <laughs> on, John. I mean, let's... <laughs> I don't want him to speak ill of the dead at all. <laughs> but <laughs> that's ridiculous. Where did he give that a basis is, for that, or he just said it? That is absurd. He just said he just said that everything was patently um, absurd. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my! I'm down. getting I'm getting angry at John Lennon all <laughs> over you know all over again all over you know? again. I mean, because I'm it's just now having time to sit in what he is saying. <laughs> he said, "Did you hear that?" He. <laughs> <laughs> he said The genre didn't even exist in 1965 There's a slight glimmer of truth to the Beatles claim I'm looking this up from where he said it It's a heavy record And the drums are heavy too That's why I like it Lennon suggested in 1970 Which he would echo once more a decade later To Playboy's David Chef in 1980 so he said it twice. That was one of the earliest heavy metal records made. Paul's contribution was the way Ringo played the drums. <laughs> Slip that in there. And Paul McCartney described it as radical. I wonder, I mean, okay. What year was that released? 65. I don't feel like that was that radical for that time period. He for what else was being released? Paul said, I think the interesting thing is the crazy ending. Instead of ending like the previous verse, we changed the tempo. Now, we're looking back at this from 2000, 
Sure. 43. But if you look at it, you know, comparative to the the songs that were also being released at that time, I don't really think like that I don't think there was, I mean, it, it, if Paul says it's radical, even for their stuff, we picked up one of the lines, my baby don't care, but completely altered the melody. He said in 1994, before adding, we almost invented the idea of a new bit of a song on the fade out with this song. It was quite radical at the time. But it wasn't anywhere near heavy metal or or metal at all. There wasn't a there wasn't a metal genre period at the time. And this is nothing close to it. Well, it was the seeds. It was the beginning. No, no, come. It was radical. Even Lennon and McCartney both said it was radical for their I mean, maybe, 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 but that's that's a far cry from saying it's one of the first early metal albums. No, no, no. We we've gone a step too far, John. <laughs> we've gone a step too far. Okay, Deep Purple is sixty nine. Yeah, Zeppelin right. is sixty nine. Right. This is 65. Sabbath is what? Probably right in there. Yeah. Sixty eight, sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. What's your point? That is the beginning of metal. <laughs> well, something had to come before that. Steppenwolf, maybe it was a little earlier, maybe. Something had to come before that. So oh, okay. So what? Bach is the beginning of the, metal as we know it. <laughs> he was pretty much. Oh but, gosh. Um, Beethoven. Bum, bum, Beethoven bum, was that was super metal. For that his was time. crazy. Me- bum, 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 bum. Yeah. You know, without <laughs> without saying. Beethoven. There's no Richie Blackmore. That's probably true, actually. But it doesn't mean but that he's the beginning of metal music. I mean, well, he didn't claim. You can always he didn't tra- claim it. We can always we can track it back to to monks. <laughs> That's not. I mean, we can we can we can track it back. We can track it back. To, to Neanderthals beating on Rick. Neanderthals. So Neanderthals. We can. We can. Did you we say can, Neanderthals? No, I did not. That's what it is. We are making things up as we go along. Like John was making things up when he said this was the first metal album. Listen, I'm willing to die on this. What's the word? What's the word? Hill. Hill. This hill is the one I'm willing to die on. Okay. This was not the first. I don't know why you're yelling album. at me though, because I didn't say it. John and Paul. Because both you're defending said it. him. Well, I'm have to turn down my headphones. My I'm gosh. Gonna, I'm gonna defend two Beatles that wow she's picking them. two Beatles over mm, you. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm. mm-mm. How's that feel? Wrong. It's just wrong. It just doesn't even make sense. Tell me how you feel about that. It's just, it, and I think we ought to cut Hard Days Night now just for that reason. Or was it Ticket to Ride? Whichever one. The Whichever heck, one. dude. <laughs> it was Ticket to Ride ticket we to were ride. discussing. Yeah. So now, John. <laughs> That's a stupid reason to cut a song, though, just because. Well, we need a reason. <laughs> so <laughs> we got to get down to five. That's... Uh-oh. We still have to cut another one, I think. Cut one. the metal song. No, wait. One, two, three. That was the metal song. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So if I fail, all my loving and hard days night. Well, how about that? We got them. We got the. We got the five. We got the five. Well, that was easy. Thanks, John. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's redundant. I don't want to hear do either anything. one of you. I don't want to hear either one of you use a quote from one of them about hmm? their songwriting. <laughs> song. Songwriting. Their songwriting in the next. Mm-mm. I will in, not in use a next, ridiculous do not, quote. No, about no I don't want to hear. No, I don't want to hear either one of you. You may not want to hear it, <laughs> no. but now I'm by God going to go find some. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to cut your song for just for that reason. <laughs> oh, so now one vote cuts a song. Well, Did you hear that, Beth? Well, your vote doesn't count. She didn't say anything about No, you just, said you were going to cut it by yourself. Well, I'm going to try to cut it. Oh, try to cut it. Okay. <laughs> I really like not being in it and just watching it. That's a dumb reason to cut it. But it's a reason. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, so you admit it's a dumb reason to cut it. It's a reason. So okay. I just want to say <laughs> how Ben was gunning for all my loving for like the whole episode, and you said John said it's the early heavy metal, and he's like, "No, we're cutting it now," and all my loving is like. Right into the top line She could have just said Okay I'll cut all my loving And that would have been that I tried No No Yeah Well you You balked Because we both had it on our list Well you started To act like you were coming for my song (laughs) (laughs) Okay So let's Let's uh, let's rank them One through five now Okay I do think all my loving Should be five Okay Like I said, but one I'm and flexible. two. One and two is going to be the battle, right? Uh-huh. Probably. I had yesterday number. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, I picked first. I had yesterday one on my list. Um, I think. I don't know. I thought I felt strongly <laughs> about which order they should be in, but now I don't really know. What did you have first on your list? Shut up, and I want to talk to you. Oh, she probably had also I'm yesterday. Met, I met, because no, I had she doesn't want to agree. one on my list, too. <laughs> she doesn't want to give it to I you. I know I do. Yesterday's the first R&B Dang. song. The first R&B song I ever made. <laughs> oh, ever shut up. <laughs> so. Dang it. Sounds um, like yesterday's going first. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted. By some stuff <laughs> going on in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be professionals here, guys. <laughs> Time is money. Yeah. Oh, so God. Yesterday's one? Let's table that. Um, okay. So we have yeah, If I Fell. Let's table that. So in, have, my, in my life is two. No, <laughs> wait a minute. We have the votes to make in my let's, life one. Let's talk about If I Fell and Hard Day's Night. Three and four. Which one? Well, if I fail was my second overall, so I would I would want to move it up the list as high as it could, with the exception of yesterday. Where was it for you? It was not on my list, but oh. Hard Day's Night was. It was. Yep. Where was it? Nine. <laughs> but it was there, and that's a reason. So and it's, <laughs> it's a reason. Hard Day's Night um, was not on my list. Where where was was if I fell on your list? It was. How high was it on your list? Seven. It's a wash. So more or less. 
With Hard Day's Night, it is. I guess this somewhat makes me a... I'm, I'm, I'm just full not, of surprises. Hard Day's Night was on your list? You drank Yeah, it was five for me. I'm, I'm full of surprises today. I think If I Fell is prettier. I don't really like the words as much. I don't like the message. I don't think it's a... I don't think John is capable of love. Um, <laughs> so I don't think that that's really like a love song or anything. It poses love. as one. Um, and then I would so why put Hard Day's Night. put it in front of Hard Day's Night then? If you don't I like the message and you don't like the song of the melody. Reserve the right to change my mind. And you put it over a song that you drafted. That doesn't make any sense. It makes sense to me now. I just like it. Now. Okay, so we've just thrown all logic. Logic. Just you out didn't the pick. You didn't pick either one of them. What's it matter to you? I'm still salty, she, salty. about Ticket to Ride <laughs> and the fact that we have just. Uh, so you, I got a Ticket to Ride and the she wants me. all your songs at the bottom. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay, well. Here's the, here's yeah, the yeah, drag yeah, out. Yeah, here's what. Yeah, I know what's gonna happen. It's if I. It's okay. So it's yesterday or in my life. But you, but you had yesterday at number. I one. don't care. I want in, one my, in my life, life at number at one. Number one. All right, I'm gonna need thirty seconds <laughs> from each of you. That's BS. <laughs> that, I want I want thirty seconds from each. Clearly, one. reasons don't matter. So why are we even doing this? But I'm the swing vote, and it matters to me. You said you already wanted in my life. First. Yeah, but then I said I wasn't sure. <laughs> oh my god! And now I'm not sure. <laughs> Because then I think about yesterday, and I'm like, man, I really like that song, too. So I'm going to need 30 seconds. Go first. I, need a, yeah. I need a pitch. You go first. Okay, so here's here's my 30-second pitch. Even she thinks yesterday should be number one, <laughs> but the only reason that she wants yesterday to be number two is because she's mad at me. So for the integrity of the list, oh. we need to not allow her emotions to screw up the order. And the order, if she wasn't mad at me, would definitely be yesterday one. But she's mad at me, so she wants to bump it down to two. <laughs> so the question is, is the integrity of the list more important than spite? That's the question. <laughs> That's the question at hand. Heather. We threw out the integrity of the list a long time ago. So She agrees with me. No, no. No, and music is emotion, and oh my that's my emotion. I'm sick of your crap. So, <laughs> so now I like in my life better, and I want it number one. <laughs> so so, so she, now she agrees with she, no. She just agreed even, with everything that I said. I'm well, just ugh. well. She's admitted before <laughs> with the whole Rascal Flats thing that she can't she can't see past her own. <laughs> Preferences, no, and, I, and no, emotions. Listen, oh my God, are we doing this again? Because I still hate that song, and I told you why, <laughs> and I gave a really good reason for it. Well, it wasn't a good reason; it was a reason. It was a good reason, and but, a reason. Uh, but apparently, reasons but, 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 don't but, matter because Ben just doesn't like. He doesn't like something let, that let me remind John Lennon you. said about his own freaking song. Okay, so let me remind you that we really do need to get this right because if. 
we're going to do the next one, and then we want our real number one to have a chance to be the real number one when we do the late Beatles one. Well, then you should have thought so about we, that when we were making the list. You, you need to think about that. Because you didn't that. like what John Lennon said about his own At, dang song. Best. Ticket to Ride was going to be number five and get cut from the top five anyway. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> what? If yesterday's going to have a chance to be number one overall, and we want the very best song to be able oh. to be to compete with the late Beatles one when we do our oh. bonus episode, then we need our well, real by God number one. So on you're appealing. List. You're appealing to her her future self. <laughs> That when we do, then you shouldn't have been a butthole to my past. (laughs) Oh boy! (laughs) You want to know something? It's funny. That was yesterday. (laughs) The past. Oh my god! This is like y'all want to y'all want to know something? (laughs) No, I I knew the whole time what I was gonna pick. I did not need your thirty second (laughs) picture. And uh, <sighs> some people about to get heated. I already know what's going to happen. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need cameras. <laughs> oh. So, uh, let me just. Oh, oh, she put. Oh. So. <sighs> so we let spite. Change. No. Well, we did because. It was my number one. I Y'all left me as a swing vote, and that's what you get. But the reason that it's number one is because she got mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't blame me. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, that's this is all wait, Heather's fault. Wait a second. This is She's all Heather's the... fault. All Heather's no, I'm proud. Fault. I'm proud of my choice. I'm content yeah. with everything so I did today. it's all my fault? It, well, because <laughs> what's going to happen is, like, you're going to go back and you're going to say, oh, you know what? Yesterday really was the best song, but I was mad at Ben, so now it's, now it's not going to be able to compete. With whatever song comes up number one on the other one, on the other list. Well. <laughs> so. <laughs> Man. So. But that's okay. That's the shtick. <laughs> 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 it is. It is. Man, so this episode really started low energy. And where we have ended, I'm so proud. <laughs> That's just, that, that is one petty list right there. Oh, but let me is. read it. Yeah, I can read it for you. <laughs> so the, best, the best Beatles songs from Please Please Me to Rubber Soul. The final ranking. Official. Number one in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, yesterday. Three, if I fell. Four, hard days night. Five, all my loving. We're gonna have a recount in two weeks. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna. Point of order. <laughs> you know, we're gonna Robert's rules of orders the whole bit. Okay, so that's disappointing. <laughs> As Heather would say, like, it's a list. It's a list. That's right, and I can't believe. I can't believe that you would do this to the Beatles list. We 
Wait, wait. There, I cannot uh, believe that you would allow what? pettiness to dictate the she top. She had the final say the on what list. the list was. Right, but you had yesterday number one. And out of pettiness, you moved it to number two simply because it was my pick. If you had picked it, if you had, let's say you had gotten the first overall <laughs> pick in the draft. She's I did. laughing because she knows you're right. <laughs> but if you had gotten the first overall pick in the draft, uh-huh. I would have been like, yes, okay, yesterday was my number one. It should be number one. But because If you I hadn't been a it, total butthole and cut ticket to right. for no good reason, I would have just. So the the point that we're all making here is is that the list is inherently flawed. <laughs> no, because you did not pick the the top five is not based on what the best songs were. It was based on who pissed you off. Uh, <laughs> I guess that did play into it, but it, for me, for me, it works out just just nicely. <laughs> just nice. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we want to thank you to the music list <laughs> where integrity no longer matters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Again, catch us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, please let us know what you think about <laughs> about our list <laughs> yeah. and our petty ways. <laughs> and we'll see you in two weeks. Right? Thanks for joining us on the Music List Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. She almost had it. (laughs)